Goodnight Youngblood, a podcast to help you sleep. I remember it was Christmas and I was, oh, I don't remember, maybe about 10, maybe, uh, maybe younger, I'm not sure, probably a little bit younger than that, but it was Christmas night or Christmas Eve and uh, my mom told me, go on to bed, you know, Santa Claus coming uh, in the morning, you got all your presents. She was rushing me off to bed so she could get to work, you know, as they do, getting all my Christmas stuff ready and whatnot. I go to my room, and uh, as I'm getting ready to go to sleep, I hear my mama, she say, oh no, and uh, there was a little bit of a ruckus, so I, I run out to the living room, my mama, she looking out the window, and uh, I look out the window too, and oh no, here come, uh, here come neighbor lady. She had a little uh, Santa hat on. She was a real, real tiny lady. She was all kind of, uh, kind of stick and bones type thing. She got real, she was older, but she, uh, probably in the 60s. She was real skinny, kind of like she done, wasn't eating enough. But she, uh, had the Santa hat on and a, a winter jacket. And she walking down the sidewalk with this big old, like a plastic, like one of them garbage bags. She carrying that over her shoulder, kind of like Santa Claus. And I hear my mom go, oh, I don't, I don't know what she's doing. And uh, it's super icy out. And as she's walking, she, uh, she slipped and fall face first on the ground. And my mom, she uh, rushed, put her coat on, and she go outside, and she uh, bringing this neighbor lady. Now, the neighbor lady... I ain't speaking ill of her, but she, uh, she liked her wine. Let's just put it this way. She never went without wine. I'm not talking like, let me have a glass with, uh, with dinner wine. I'm talking like, I think she might have had maybe a glass of water when she woke up, but then after that, it was pretty much just wine the rest of the day. So, completely different when the people from a different time, because she, she always drink her wine. Anybody been around someone drink a lot of wine, they always have that kind of, that sweet, like sickening sweet uh, alcohol smell on them, kind of coming out their skin and whatnot. So she smelled like that. And she, uh, like even as a kid, I could tell someone quite right. She was slurring her words and all this and that. But she, her face was all busted and bleeding and whatnot. So my mama, she have her in the bathroom and she cleaning off her face and whatnot, trying to, you know, make sure she okay. And uh, the the neighbor lady, she gonna look at me, and she talking to me, asking me if I'm excited about Christmas, you know, all this stuff. While my mom trying to wipe blood and gravel off this woman's face. And every time she speak to me, she lean in real close. So I just get this whole, this uh, whole cloud of, uh, of wine breath, just, surrounding my head and uh, it was quite a bit and a lot to take in but in that moment like I couldn't, couldn't figure out why my mom was real nervous at the time probably because this woman had darn near killed herself uh, walking the house but it was late at night 
This lady never came over late at night like that. Then I come to realize what it was. She had all my, because I, I was kind of a snoopy kid when it came to Christmas. We didn't have a real big house, so it wasn't a lot of hiding spots. So uh, what I do, I go around and I'd uh, open up closet doors and whatnot. And uh, one time I opened up my mama's closet, <laughs> open the door and I see all these presents. And right when I open the door and I see these presents, I hear her start coming in. I'm like, oh no. But the whole handle just slid out the, out the, the door. So I'm standing there holding this door handle in my one hand and this door just wide open with no handle on it on the other. And there on the floor sit all my uh, Christmas presents. And man, she comes, she's like, what do you think you're doing? Man, I've never been so scared in my life. I was like, uh-oh, I done, done got myself in a whole heap of trouble. But I say that, basically say my, mom, my mama, she, uh, she knew I was snooping around. So she decided this year she was going to keep him over at the neighbor lady's house. And neighbor lady was supposed to just bring him over once I went to sleep. Well, what happened was neighbor lady had uh, been celebrating uh, Christmas Eve uh, all day and a lot more than she normally did. You can catch my drift. So she was uh, drunk and she done walked all this stuff over the house because she would gotten holiday spirit and uh, she started ho-ho-hoing all the way down the street. It wasn't even that far, but it was just, she was real tiny and was real slippery. And man, we get all that taken care of. My mama get her all fixed up and whatnot, and she walk her back home. And she told me to keep watch out the window, make sure that she got back okay, because it was slippery. She get back, and uh, then she sent me off to bed and everything, and then Everything proceed like normal. I go to sleep. I wake up and I'm like, oh my goodness, all these toys from Santa Claus. And then, but the back of my mind, I also realized that, that it was, you know, the neighbor lady had brought stuff my mama had got. And uh, I was just, I was thinking about that the other day. I was thinking about uh, different traditions we have. And because uh, like today, I'm recording late, later than I usually do. So it's technically just past being uh, St. Patty's Day. And I was thinking about how weird it was that we had these traditions like St. Patrick's Day, everybody get drunk, wear green. And it would just seem kind of weird to me. Everybody like, because I, I didn't go out. I didn't go and do any, participate in any of the, any of the partying or whatnot. What I did do is I got off work and I was like, let me stop and get me something to eat from one of these fast food places. And then I then I remembered it was uh, St. Patty's Day, and I was like, oh, no. Because I pulled up to this one spot. It was Arby's. I pulled up. Usually, they ain't too busy. One I got to watch out for being, uh, you know, 10 cars in the drive-thru. Be like Taco Bell and that uh, Rally's place. But I pull up to this Arby's. Cause it's usually only like maybe one, two cars in the in the line. I see these cars wrapped all the way around this building. I'm like, oh man. Cause I knew if I went over to the other places, it would be 10 times worse. So I just said, oh well. So I just pulled up in line and I waited my turn. But it got me to thinking, 
what all these different holidays like kind of weird like because you know on a regular uh through a regular week you might go out once once or twice you know have a drink you know get kind of wild with it we can celebrate uh being off for the week different things but it's just weird because it's like the tradition at least where i'm from is uh on saint patrick's day you basically go out drinking like you normally do but that's what everybody's doing at the same time. And then everybody uh, drinks about 10 times more than what they normally do and uh, act about 100 times more foolish. And I was like, ooh, especially since the fact that last St. Patrick's Day, where I'm from, they did that lockdown right before. So, ooh, man, people been pent up. There was like, not again. It ain't gonna take 2021 from us. So they had to go out in force. But it made me wonder. I was like, maybe people just... I noticed people started doing uh, different things for traditions for St. Patrick's Day. Like uh, a lot of people I saw on, on my Facebook, they was talking about watching that, uh, them horror movies, uh, The Leprechaun. And man, let me tell you, those movies, I've seen. I think I've seen almost all of them, but... Man, if there's one movie you want to see that will make you shake your head and wonder how this thing got made, it is Leprechaun in Space. And I'm not even saying you shouldn't watch it. I'm saying it's bad enough that you should watch it over and over again. And it is ridiculous. So that recommendation aside, I also was thinking about, that got me thinking about Santa Claus and all this other stuff and about how and about how people set up uh, these traditions. And uh, I was like, you know, my mama, she used to do all this Christmas stuff. And then there came a point where I stopped really believing in it all. Uh, Santa Claus and all that is what I'm saying. And uh, I was like, you know, I was like, I can understand that. But then part of me, I also realized my little grandbaby, there was a period where, uh, where I didn't, didn't have a car for quite a while. So I had to walk everywhere. I got went from being a big old boy to being super skinny. Dropped about like over a hundred pounds in like nine months. That I'm talking that skinny. So there was one Christmas I went out and I was like, let me go get these gifts. Cause my little grandbaby, she knew she knew we'd get her stuff. Like me and her mom would get her stuff. And uh and she knew her like grandmas and grandpas and like you know step grandma and grandpas and all this other stuff they get they get her stuff too so she knew that people other people were getting her stuff so I go out one day I got money I'm off work and I'm like let me go to this uh, mall and uh, pick up these gifts for the holiday so I can get them all wrapped and whatnot now I walk to the mall, it's snowing out, icy, whatever. I end up walking, takes me about darn near 90 minutes to walk there. Once I get to the mall, I'm walking around, I'm picking up stuff. And uh, I think that year she had asked for, uh, for a journal, but that was all she asked for. So I was kind of winging it. So it took me a while trying to find a little, little this and a little that to uh, wrap up for. 
So I get all this stuff. I'm like, that's pretty good. So I get all this stuff and I'm carrying it all back. And I get all the way back to uh, my apartment. This is about not another 90 minutes at least. So I get back. So all told, it's been about four hours that I've been doing this. I get back, I'm sitting there and I'm like looking at the stuff. I'm like, all right. And then I just have this thought in my head. I'm like, oh no. Because what I'd always done is every year, she always knew I was getting her stuff. So I'm like, here you go. This is your stuff, whatnot. Well, what I'd also done is I would get one gift and it would just be uh, from Santa. She knew she get 10 things, nine of them things from me, and then one of them things from Santa. So I'm like, I realized I got all this stuff and I had wrapped it all. And uh, it was all stuff that she had asked me for. And I'm like, oh man, I didn't get her a Santa gift. So I'm just like, oh man. So I put on my coat, get all my stuff, and I walk another 90 minutes back to this mall. By the time I get there, because I can't remember what time of day I went, but I know by the time I got to the mall, it was close to closing time, probably about half hour, 45 minutes or so. So I start walking around this mall. I finally pick up this, uh, me here used to watch uh, Doctor Who on TV, and she got, got to the point where she would watch it with me. And uh, I found, she was also into the My Little Pony, and I found a My Little Pony that was uh, that was uh, called Doctor Hooves. So I pick up this, it was a special edition, so I pick it up, and then I walk another 90 minutes back, and I'm like, oh, got it, finally. And uh, it was like, I was like, man, you done walked, you done walked six hours today just to go buy gifts, bring them back, and then remember you forgot something. Man, it was crazy, because at that time I was doing so much walking and uh, was having a little, uh, it was, I was dealing with uh, some depression and whatnot, but what happened as a result of that depression or whatever is I couldn't stay, I could, couldn't stay still. So a lot of times I, if I was by myself at the apartment, I would just get up and I'd start walking anyway. Not around the apartment, but I'd just go outside and start walking places. And uh, so I was like, well, it ain't no, no different than you just randomly picking up and wandering around the streets, randomly walking places. So I thought it was funny because it was, it was like I did all that because of uh, this tradition we had built up. And, you know, just like my mama had had to go hide these uh, toys from me so I didn't find them, you know, trying to keep this mystery alive and all this other stuff. So I always got to thinking, it's kind of like we all kind of responsible. Like I know some people they don't they don't believe in tell, telling them kids uh, uh, about like uh, Santa Claus or like you know the uh, Easter Bunny and like Tooth Fairy and all this. They want to be you know get these kids grounded in the real world. My opinion is that's fine and dandy to keep them kids grounded. You don't gotta you know force feed them whatnot different. Uh, imaginary things reason I do it and it's not even necessarily because of like a like a religious type thing reason I do it is because 
kind of like I talked about in uh, the Irrational Imagination episode, my mom used to always uh, make sure I had a, a big imagination. And so for me, I was like doing these little traditions and stuff like that kind of made me feel like I'm keeping my little grandbaby's imagination, uh, keeping it going. Because so many kids nowadays, they deal with, they get on the internet, man, they can see all sorts of stuff. And they just, you know, it's all right there. And it's just enough. It's enough to wear down a full-grown adult, let alone these young kids. And they start getting this, you know, sort of jaded view on everything. And I feel like, like, hey, if you if you can make something feel magical for a little bit, you might as well go on and do it. Ain't enough stuff going on in this world to make make you believe uh, in the magical parts of life. So I figured just keep on doing. One of the things I did, and I wrote about this, cause uh, my little grandbaby, she had uh, she was gonna come stay with me, but I had heard uh, from her mama that she. Uh, she had lost her her tooth, and I was like, I was like, oh man, I want to do something special, you know, because you know you don't want to miss out on these little uh, little moments in uh, in kids' lives. So I'm like, I want to do something special, you know. But she already did had the the tooth fairy done, came and visited at her uh, at her mama's house, and I'm like, what should I do for a granddaddy house? And I'm like, so I had this idea, I was gonna tell her. We're going to write a note. It was just going to say, Tooth Fairy, thank you for giving me uh, money for my tooth. I'm at my granddaddy's house, and I just want to say thank you very much. And I'd have her put that under a pillow, like a little note. And then I would take that note, and then I would put, I'd borrow this little stuffed sheet. Because I think it was around, I think it was around Easter time. But I get this little stuffed sheet, and uh, I was going to put it right on the bed. And uh, you know how little kids are. They know all the toys they got. So if a new one shows up, like, oh, what's this? So I'm all proud of myself. I'm like, mm. I was like, I figured it out. I'm making this new tradition. So I was excited. Little did I know that my absent-mindedness and my little grandbaby's uh, attention to detail was going to collide in the most uh, frightening of ways for me. So what happened was I get all this stuff, I set it down. I go pick up my little grandbaby. I'm not thinking, I walk in the house with my little grandbaby and I done forgot to put away the bag that had like the little uh, stuffed sheep in it. Now tell me why, of course, this little, this little dumb uh, sheep got his head poking around the bag like, hello, how are you doing today? I'm supposed to be a secret. Guess what? Right there. And then my little grandbaby, the first thing she sees, she's like, what's that? I'm like, oh, come on. So I go, what? What are you talking about? She goes, that. What's that sheet? What's that? What's that? And I was like, what? You, you don't know about the sheet? Like, <laughs> thinking on my feet. So I'd be creative, you know you know, cover my own butt, so to speak. So I'm like, oh, you don't know about the, about the sheet. I was like, this here? This here's the, the tooth sheet. I said, when you lose your tooth, 
you take this uh, this tooth sheet and then you put it right by your pillow. And she go, what? And I go, yeah. I go, you never heard about that? She's like, no, no. I never heard about that. So I say, what you do is you take this little sheet. And I say, you know how they always tell people they're trying to fall asleep to count sheep before they go to sleep? And she say, yeah, I heard that. And I go, well, wait, what the two sheep is, I said, when you fall asleep, I said, that last sheep that you done counted when you, right before you fell asleep, that one's still there. It sees you fall asleep. And so what it does is that two sheep starts uh, bawling and making noise. And then I said, how do you think the tooth fairy knows where to go? I said, it's that two sheep making all that ruckus. And that two sheep making so much ruckus because he's like, hey, you got someone with a tooth here that, uh, you know, needs to get paid. So what the tooth fairy does is she listens for that, for that two sheep. And then, oh, she goes, oh, I hear that two sheep. I better go. I said, so then she come in and she say, oh, hello, two sheep. She goes, oh, there it is. And then she get under your pillow and then she uh, leaves you a little trinket or whatnot, a little money or change. I said, for your tooth. And then I said, that's what the tooth sheep job for. So your mama told me that you had done lost a tooth. And what I did, so I was like, you know what? If she's starting to lose all these teeth, this girl, she needs her a tooth sheet. I said, so now anytime you lose a tooth, you got to take this tooth sheet and then put it up on that pillow. And let me tell y'all, I will say my hand to God that is the quickest thinking I've ever done in a situation. I was like, oh no. In my head, I'm thinking, what What in the F is a two sheet? Just listening to myself, just spill out this. I was like, like it was frightening. I was like, you could just be a horrible like villain with the way you say things, just making them up out of nothing. Like, what? The funny thing is, is like, that was... I think she was probably like, she probably maybe like five or six, maybe. She still had a tooth sheet when she's 16. I'm like, I'm like, look at that little tooth sheet. He cute little fella too. Uh, but that always, that struck me. It was like, the one thing I always realized, I was like, everyone, everyone will say, you know, I don't tell my kids about saying in the tooth fairy and whatnot because that's lying to them. And I'm like, if that's the case, then watching movies is lying to them. Watching TV is lying to them. Listening to songs is lying to them. Listening to doing, reading books is lying to them. All these things technically are lying to people. But I'm like, this, this is a tradition. It's not a tradition. We're not, you know, making stuff up, trying to hurt people. Nothing like that. We're trying to insert a little magic into the mundane parts of our lives so what I what I always thought was why don't we do this more like not even just with holidays and stuff like that so I remember when I was younger my mom my mom used to do some of the like weirdest stuff she would uh one day it was I can't remember it was early on in winter or like late on in winter I think it was early on and it was cold out, like cold enough to where you're wearing coats. You don't want to be outside. But we was in the car. And uh, cause she just decided, oh, 
let's go get in the car. And uh, we get in the car, and she say, what do you want to eat? So we got something. I can't remember what it was. Might have been something like, you know, despicable, like uh, fried chicken. But we get it. It makes sense in a second. We get this fried chicken, and then we drive around. I'm like, where are we going? Are we going home? She's like, no. She's like, we're doing something different today. I'm like, oh, what are we doing? She's like, and she's like, you'll see. And she started driving around. And I'm like, I'm a kid. I don't really know where everything's at. I just kind of, I recognize it when once I'm there. You know, I have that little kid brain. And uh, we end up getting to uh, this park. And I'm like, what are we doing at this park? Because it's all covered in snow. Nobody's there. I'm like, uh-oh, my mama done gonna murder me. <laughs> but we pull up by this uh, little pond or whatever, and I'm like trying to weigh me down with this fried chicken. And uh, I go, what are we doing? She go, we having a picnic. I go, it's too cold out to have a picnic. She goes, I didn't say we're getting out of the car. We're gonna sit here in this car and uh, have a little picnic in the car. And uh, <laughs> we uh, we have this little picnic or whatnot. And uh, there was still geese at this little pond. That's around where I live. The geese are always over by this because it's also by the, the zoo. And so the geese are always up there. And uh, we end up eating our food, eating uh, chicken while watching a bunch of birds, which just seems kind of morbid. But, you know, that's kind of the way my family works. But we do that. Then we get out of the car, and uh, she had stopped and got, which... Nowadays, I know you're not supposed to do it, but this was way back before I was aware that you weren't supposed to. But she bought bread, and uh, we was feeding these geese uh, bread that she had bought. And we were just having a good old time, just, you know, hanging out and just had a picnic in the car in the middle of winter and uh, feeding these geese uh, bread and stuff, letting them honk at us and hiss and whatnot. And... That was just her attempt at making a new tradition. I was like, like, oh, this is like, this is weird, but it's also like kind of cool. And you know, it was just something that she took her time out and was like, you know, I'm gonna do something different. That's kind of like I talk about in the in the episode uh, the Candy Quest. I talk about how me and my grandbaby used to go walk around the neighborhood going on quests and. Uh, Usually just wander around the neighborhood and end up stop someplace, get some candy, then walking back while she picking up rocks and staring at dead animals and whatnot. And uh, I was like, you know, it's kind of what we do. My grandpa used to have a thing whenever any of us grandkids was around. Now he didn't do it all the time, just because I mean I saw him a lot more than a lot of my, a lot of my cousins and whatnot. So he did it more when all of us were together. There was a big family thing, uh, but. He he drew cartoons, and so he uh, he would always we'd line up, all of us line up in front of his chair, and then we'd stand there and we put our hand out, and he would draw. A, he'd ask us what we want, we tell him a cartoon character, and uh, he'd draw it on the back of our hand, and it with his uh, pen. And his pen had like a was a silver pen, but it had a little pig on top. He'd draw this picture like. Like my one cousin, I think he used to draw like a Woody Woodpecker on my hand. I had him draw a Popeye, the Sailor Man, and he'd just draw whatever we asked him to. 
we all line up and we get our and we're like oh and we show them off like we had tattoos we're like oh look at that look at this we're showing off all these like drawings our grand my grandpa done uh on the back of our hand and that's one of the reasons why I was telling all these stories and why I think it's important because the more I do this uh, this podcast, I start realizing, one, in some ways, remembering all this stuff is good for me, but sometimes uh, I think it helped all y'all because, you know, a lot of us go through similar things even though we don't necessarily talk about that, but the world also goes through stuff like that. And we're talking about these different traditions and stuff and all this uh, stuff that, you know, people start to do that's new and things like that. I realize sometimes if we cling too hard to like the way things used to be or like our vision of how these little traditions or whatnot, all the stuff that we find traditional, if we cling to that and we don't, we don't allow for new things to come in, it just sort of gets uh, stagnant. And it's like, like nowadays, like, what are, what are kids or even adults, what they got that's going to give them a little bit of magic? I ain't talking, we, gotta, we ain't got to tell people, that, you know, they got to believe in, you know, fairies or goblins or, you know, Santa Claus or any of this stuff. What I'm saying is, is there has, we have to start creating these things to make ourselves, make our lives, you know, feel more magic. We don't have necessarily to believe in magic, but, you know, just that feeling of being magical. So it's like everyone's just angry now. They don't want to they don't want to let go. Like in the news, they got that Pepe Le, Pepe Le Pew, that little uh, skunk fella. Everybody's worried because they said he got canceled. And then uh, Mr. Potato Head supposedly got canceled. And then, uh, you know, all these different things get canceled, supposedly, which they're still around. They just it's just companies being companies and changing up, you know, trying to make the customers happy so they can get more money. Basically all it really amounts to. Or in the case of like that Dr. Seuss fella, his family was like, there's some of these books that, you know, kind of offensive. And so they go, well, we're going to stop, you know, stop printing them, which I used to work at a bookstore. And uh, I know for a fact, there's hundreds of books that go out of print every year. So it's not something that's uncommon. It's not something that's, you know, some evil plot. All these people are upset about this stuff. And I'm like, you have to let some of these things go so then you can replace them with new things. And the new things, you might not necessarily be your favorite or what you grew up with, but you got whole other generations coming up now and they need to, you know, grow up and find their own little places to put magic in their lives. I'm, I'm an old man. What do I care if some, uh, some skunk ain't no movie? I'm like, I already experienced it. I wouldn't say it was necessarily magical, but I mean, I mean, things go away. It's a cartoon. People still making cartoons. So there's new cartoons coming up. And I'm sure, you know, when my little grandbaby, when she gets older, cartoons she grew up with going to be gone. And they're going to be bringing new cartoons up. And it's just something you got to get used to. But that's just me. I mean, for me, if there's a moment 
that I can interject some type of craziness or silliness like the tooth sheet, I'll do it. Like, uh, one of my, uh, there was this lady I was, uh, I was seeing for a few years. She had two, two younger kids. And I was talking to him about Santa Claus. And I started making up new Santa Claus uh, stories. I said, uh, I treated Santa Claus like he was a monster. I was like, every time you sing a Christmas carol, it starts waking up Santa Claus out of his hibernation. And he uh, roars with a mighty roar as he hears the Christmas carols because the Christmas carols agitate him out of his sleep because the people demand he bring them presents. And he realizes that the only way that he can stop them disturbing his sleep is by giving them gifts. But better watch out because he also knows if you've been good or bad. So all these bad kids sing Christmas carols, make him extra mad. So then he's going to find you. So you got to be good. Otherwise, he's going to get you. And uh, I talk about how Santa lived in a cave like a big old bear. And you come out, and you just stomp around, screaming out, ho, 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 trying to scare off all the birds and stuff in the in the forest. But that's just, what I, that's just what I like doing. I just like being silly and, you know, making up new stuff. So I'm going to tell this to y'all, young bloods. Next time you get a chance, you're going to try to inject some of this uh, magic in people's lives. Just make up a fun little, little story, a little thing, something new. And uh, do something new, something that's just different, you know, like make make people's lives magical. Now, on that note, I do want to say I apologize. My episodes uh, were coming a little bit off kilter time wise, at least some wrong days and whatnot. I just been dealing with some uh, some personal stuff, but I'm going to be back at it. Starting this weekend, I'm going to start batch recording a bunch of stuff just because doing uh, one each week kind of sometimes I get under the grind because I still got a regular job I do day to day. And uh, then also I'm, I'm hanging out with my little grandbaby and then trying to come up with new stuff. And two of the new things that I do want to say that I will be doing, and I'll give another announcement, I decided I'm, I'm going to do... I don't. I haven't set it up yet, but I'm gonna set up uh, like a Patreon or something like that. And what that's gonna do, I'm gonna work on making a Patreon that has additional episodes that are more not safe for work. I guess they say it's not gonna be purposely, you know, vulgar or anything like that. But just some stories I don't wanna that might kind of be sort of on the line, uh, just to keep them separate. So you ain't going from one episode that's com- that's normal and then go to another episode and you're like, oh, why am I playing this out loud? So I'm going to do that. So you aren't going to be getting. Uh, so if you do subscribe to the Patreon, once I set it up, you'll still be getting all these regular episodes. Don't worry. It's going to be the regular episodes like I normally have. But if I set up the Patreon, you will just be getting extra episode each week on like topics that are uh, a little bit more uh, more uh, mature. So probably also have like a little bit more uh, more colorful language they like to say. At the same time, I'm also still planning on doing the guided meditation 
and uh, affirmation videos as well. So some of that's just going to take me a little bit of time, but I'll keep you guys updated. And again, I want to thank y'all. Uh, if you like it, share it with your friends. And because that's the best compliment I can get, as I always say, good night, young blood.